Marketing is everywhere. But as you build your plan, it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to have the same messages everywhere. And we're going to talk about that today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. Have you ever wondered why people think marketing is stressful? I mean, I love marketing, but I understand that other people get stressed. And so today, I'm going to talk to Sherry K. Hoff about that subject. Sherry is a transformational business coach known for inspiring intuition, vision, and massive action, and being a catalyst for personal and business growth, joy and profit in a way that's fun, relaxing, and fulfilling. She uses both spiritual and practical techniques to obliterate blocks and create transformational change. She's a business, leadership, happiness, and inner game expert, and she's overcome nearly dying and has made it her life's mission to share the keys to happiness and success. Hi, it's so great to be here. I can't wait to have this conversation. I'm excited too. I like marketing, but I do hear from people that they get stressed about marketing. Why do you think that is? Mm-hmm. So I'm one of those people that 14 years ago, when I started my company, I didn't like marketing very much. I was so stressed. I was so worried about uh, the right, making sure that everything was right and finding out what the right way was. And then I turned into somebody who I love marketing. Obviously, I teach it and train on it. But uh, what I find is that uh, what is so stressful is that people worry too much. They worry too much about if they're saying the exact right thing. And they also worry that they have to sound like someone they're not. And yeah. And so what I find is that when people really, first of all, understand who their client is or customer is and speak in their language and speak from their heart, there really isn't a wrong way to market. So, um, so I think that that can really alleviate a lot of the stress that people have about marketing. You know, I'm laughing because I had a chance recently to go back and read some of my early, early newsletters. And I'm reading these articles and I'm thinking to myself, who wrote that? Because it sounded so stuffy because coming out of corporate, that's how I thought I I needed to sound. I needed to be professional. I needed to sound intelligent. Getting comfortable with, this is my voice and this is how I talk and Yeah, I know what I know, but I don't have to pretend. It was absolutely liberating. Oh, I know. I know. And I think, you know, there are some marketing standards that it's good to know, but it's almost like once you learn them, then you have the freedom to break those rules because you, you know, I think some principles are good to know, but having that freedom to be fresh and be your totally yourself is so wonderful. It's what makes marketing fun. It does. And would you agree that If you're selling, particularly if you're selling yourself as a business professional, you almost have to be authentic because when somebody picks up the phone to call you, that's who they're going to get. Right, exactly. And so the thing is, is that people can smell the inauthentic people. (laughs) Uh, I almost feel like I can see it in people's expression on their face or hear it in the tone of their voice immediately. And the biggest thing is if you're having those phone conversations, 
is stop thinking about them as selling. People don't want to be sold to. They don't. And they think they're totally prepared for you to try to sell them and they're nervous about it. And if you can just come to the conversation with the idea of figuring out what their issues are and what they need help with and that you maybe have a solution for them, or maybe you don't, if you aren't the right person for them, don't try to sell your solution to them if it isn't the right solution that they that they really need. I want to touch base both of the things you mentioned there. The first is people can smell when you're selling. Years ago, I started my career in retail. Everybody walks into a store. Now they come into the store. They're there for a reason, right? But if you approach them, can I help you? It's always, no thanks, just looking. Because they don't. And I have found that that same, no thanks, just looking behavior translates into sales and marketing conversations. Mm -hmm. So how can you use marketing to answer the questions that people aren't asking or to make them comfortable with what is going to ultimately be a sales conversation? Right. So one thing that I think is consumers have changed over the years, um, it used to be that maybe selling worked because they didn't have, we didn't have the internet. People couldn't do the research. And now I find that people are a lot more savvy. They know what they want. They don't know what, you know, they, they know what they want and they know what they don't want, but sometimes they might not know what's out there. So I think getting to the target of, what's frustrating them and where they see the holes, like for example, in business coaching, you know, where people see that they have holes in their business, you know, usually, you know, the question of what keeps you up at night, that's a good question to ask and, or some form of that, because the, the stress point that people have in their business is the place where they don't have a comfortable solution. And they may not know what that solution is, but they know they're uncomfortable. So that's where um, omnipresent marketing comes in because now there's omnipresent marketing is also called omni-channel marketing, but that's different than multi-channel marketing. So multi-channel marketing is kind of where you're everywhere, which is good. It's good to be across all the social media platforms and the places where your people hang out. But what omnipresent, or if you want to call it omnichannel marketing is, is that is where you show up differently for the same client in different places. So you might have, um, you might have an email campaign and then someone goes to your Facebook business page and sees a video that's not the same content, but related to that email campaign. And then on Instagram, you have something that is similar, but not the same exact same message. I mean, you want to be on point with your messaging, but you're treating people differently. And so what happens is it's kind of like when you're having a conversation with someone, you don't just keep saying the same sentence or two to them over and over again. You say things in a little different way. So I think multi-channel marketing can work and I do quite a bit of it. I mean, it saves us time, right? We hit publish and everything goes across all the social media channels. But I think if you um, 
personalize and give some customized experiences to people in different ways, um, you're going to reach that customer. And maybe, you know, it used to be they'd say people, you have to reach people six or seven times. Now it's probably like over 20 because we're, you know, information is just everywhere. So it might be that 20th time that people just hear something a little different and they're like, you know, all right, I'm ready to sit down with you. I've had that happen. I've had people say, They've been on my list for 18 months and they say, now I just decided now is the right time I'm ready. And we actually can't work and help people before they're ready. I remember even, um, you know, looking at new flooring for my house. Well, until I'm ready to move everything, I'm not ready for new flooring. <laughs> you know, I have to be in that mental space for decluttering and for moving stuff around and creating the space to have the time to do that. So, yeah, so we um we you know, we need to be there when our people are ready. It's like it's like noticing that buying mood that people are in. And so if you're with them in those omnipresent channels, you're going to touch that spot where they're just ready to buy. I love that example because it really speaks to this idea that people start investigating long before they're ready to buy. Now, certain products have a very short buying cycle and some have a really long, and you have to understand your business, but being cognizant of your customer's journey from, I don't even know what this is, to here's my credit card, and having messages that show up at the right time is is really important and is different on Facebook or Instagram or in the email or what you say at a live event. Mm -hmm. And I think really understanding, uh, you know, your potential clients. So for example, if you know that the type of client you have is really, um, you know, cash flow is really important in business. And so if you have a service that you offer, having a payment plan that helps people with their cash flow is really smart. And, um, you know, that's why give the flooring example, they have credit options because they understand that, you know, not everyone has 10 to $20,000 in their pocket to go, this is the moment, but, you know, spread out over a year or, you know, 18 months or something, it's a lot easier. So if you have a product like that, it's good to think out, um, you know, the ways that you can make it easy for your customer to buy from you while still honoring your own personal cash flow. Awesome. Sherry, this has been great. Thank you so much for really kind of summarizing this idea of omnipresent marketing and omni-channel marketing. I think it's something that my customers are going to want to learn more about. Thank you so much. You do great work and people are lucky to know you and learn from you. Awesome. That's really sweet. I'm going to encourage everybody. There'll be a link to Sherry's website. She's got a great five keys to explosive growth in your business. You definitely should check that out. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to drop by the digital toolbox at digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This is another episode of 